I'm Mike Mandel, author of the economics textbook, Economics the Basics. And I'm Sean Flynn, author of Economics for Dummies and active author on the McConnell Principles of Economics textbook. The pandemic shut down a lot of restaurants, universities, bars, dry cleaners, all around the country. And the question is, which one of these are going to open again? Which one of them are going to shut down permanently? Which of them are going to wait until things are better before they open? So right now, we're going to talk about the shutdown decision, which is, as it's covered in economics textbooks, and also applies to what's going on right now. Sean, what's going on in Las Vegas? Okay, so if you've shut down your casino here in Las Vegas, you're getting zero revenue right now, and you're losing money. Uh, the amount you're losing, we call fixed costs. Um, there are things like the rent, because you've made a commitment to the landowner, um, bank loans, this and that. So you're guaranteed if you don't reopen to lose your fixed costs every month. It could be a million dollars a month, 10 million for a big casino. On the other hand, um, you could reopen, even though there's not going to be nearly as much many customers as uh, normal. And the question is, should you do that? And the answer is you should only do that um, if you think you're going to lose less money than by just having no revenue at all and keeping it shut down. And so as an example, imagine if uh, you open up your casino and you get a million dollars a week in revenue, but your staffing costs are $2 million. Um, that's variable costs, as we call them. They vary with the amount of output. And so people are going to end up losing more money, potentially, if they reopen and have all these workers and their salaries on the payroll than they uh, would if they just didn't reopen and um, held off and only had to deal with their rent and the fixed costs. And we know that casinos don't like to lose money. No. They're not in business. To, they're, they're definitely not in business to lose money. Okay. We have restaurants all around the country that sort of face the same decision. Okay. They, if they stay closed, they're losing their, they're losing their rent and, and whatever electricity. If they open up, they have to pay their cooks and their serving staff and pay for the food. At the same time, they get in a certain amount, they get in a certain amount of revenue. And the question there is if they have to seat everybody six feet apart, if they only have to run at 25, 50% capacity, if everybody has to sit outside, are they earning enough money to warrant opening? And the answer is it depends, um, depending on where your restaurant is located, how severe COVID has been and whatnot. But every entrepreneur that owns a restaurant in the country right now and people who run big casino operations are asking themselves the same decision. And here in Las Vegas, for instance, only about half the major casinos that normally get tourist business have reopened, and there are no plans to open more until business picks up again. Now, these are big companies, obviously, that can survive a long time, okay? They've got a lot of cash in the bank. So historically, you know, casinos have gone bankrupt. There were a lot of casinos in Atlantic City that went bankrupt and closed. And certainly, we, we, we would expect a lot of businesses around the country, restaurants, bars, dry cleaners, even doctors' offices, dentist offices, may not may decide in the end that um, to shut down that the cost of opening up and operating under COVID rules uh, means they're not getting enough revenue to justify covering both the variable costs and the fixed costs. Yeah, and so that's that's sort of the big problem going forward here is people need to guess right now about what the future is going to be like. Are the customers going to come back? Is business going to be good again? How soon will business be good again? Um, because depending on those expectations about the future, people are going to make decisions right now about whether to shut down permanently or to hold off reopening for a while. 
And so it, it's an interesting thing, Mike, because pessimism or optimism in this case could make a huge difference. See, this is a very funny, for that reason, this is a very funny sort of recession because people don't actually, don't know how long it's going to last, don't know what the conditions are going to be like afterwards. They can't assume that things are going to return to normal. No. And those who do assume that are taking on a big financial risk, right? Even if they're super optimistic. And so you could see that some businesses here are just going to give up purely based on expectations about the future being negative, whereas others will persist um, if they're super positive. But, you know, it's a decision where there's no right or wrong answer because you're making guesses about the future. I think about this all the time. Suppose you have two restaurants next to each other and uh, one restaurant decides to shut down, close the stores and stop playing rent. The other restaurant persists, goes on, stays open, loses some money. And then the economy comes back again. They sort of come up with a vaccine or treatments that enable people to start eating out again. All of a sudden, that that restaurant that's left has twice the business. Maybe it expands into the space of the other one. Maybe it sort of opens up a takeout business. Yeah, well, that 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 I think is a great point, Mike, because as a business person right now, um, you know, we call this a strategic situation. What you're going to do with your business right now depends not only on what you think the future is going to be like for your business, but whether or not you think the competitors are going to be around. So if you think your competitors are all likely to quit soon, um, then it would make more sense to persist because if things come back, then, you know, you're the monopoly locally or something. Um, but again, this is kind of all guesswork and really rough. Now you're making me think a little bit about past recessions, uh, not just not just the 2008, 2009 one, but going back to 2001 one. Some companies that made it survived through the downturn, like Amazon in 2001, ended up being really successful afterwards because they took over the space that other companies had left for them. Yeah, well, and so an example of this that might be happening right now are what are called dark kitchens. These are restaurants um, that don't actually have a public facing place where you can go, but online, like on Uber Eats or Postmates, um, Grubhub, they look like real restaurants. They've got menus, you can order, they do take out. And so they don't have all the high staffing costs of waitresses and busboys and dish cleaners. And so we could see that maybe there's going to be some new businesses as well, as you said, like incumbents like Amazon that held on. But there could be completely new businesses as well that take this new environment as an opportunity um, for them to make money. Because remember, economies adjust and they adjust in ways that make people better off. I think maybe we've come to the end of uh, today talking about shutdown decisions and the and the COVID recession. Uh, uh, thanks very much. Okay, thank you, Mike. Bye-bye. In this podcast, we consider the business shutdown decision during the pandemic, or more precisely, the decision about whether they reopen again. How do businesses like casinos and restaurants decide whether it's worthwhile to partially reopen given the COVID rules, to stay shut or perhaps permanently shut down? First, we talked about Las Vegas casinos, who had to make a decision about whether or not in July 2020 to reopen partially given the small crowds. We then looked at small businesses such as restaurants and dry cleaners. How did they make their decision? We talked about the difficulty of knowing what the future could bring, how fast the recovery is going to come, and what your competitors are going to do. And then we considered the potential gains for businesses that managed to survive the recession and could prosper during the recovery afterwards. As always, thanks very much.